Hello there, and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host, Baylor, joined today by my co-host, Connor, and today we're talking some avalanche hockey. Um, specifically, we're going to talk a little bit about the Boston game that took place on Saturday evening. Ended up being a bad showing for the Avs. 5-1 loss there for the Avs. Kind of expected, yeah, given... I- everything that happened to already add to the list of injuries. I mean, Manson got hurt against Buffalo and then Lekkonen uh, goes out in the first period. Yeah, Lekkonen went out in the first period against Boston. So, I mean... Already Boston is one of the best teams in the league, if not the best. And you'd like to say the Avs can compete with a team like that. But given the current roster it's really hard to do there's too many injuries and big time injuries but i'm a little bummed we didn't get to see this matchup both teams at full strength it could have been one of the best uh, boston is now on a 14 game home win streak uh they've only lost three games on the entire year they're on an absolute tear right now and have been for the whole year and um you know, it, it seemed very apparent that this Avs team was just outmatched in this game. It was kind of a similar, kind of a similar game against Winnipeg. Um, you expect to beat Buffalo regardless, but when you're playing teams like this Boston team, and uh, I don't know, you just can't do it missing as many people as you have. I mean, we're getting close to just starting the entire Eagles. With, with some with Kale, Miko, and McKinnon. You can't do it this beat up, but regardless of that, there were a lot of mistakes. Boston had two clean, clean breakaways from open play, and I don't know what you think, but that shouldn't be happening regardless. And then the amount of penalties we were taking, like penalties happen, obviously. And a lot of the difference is like the speed of the game. The the people that aren't up there. That's that's exactly what I'm thinking it is because the last like three, four games, it's it's increasingly bad. It's been really bad. You can't get any sort of momentum going. You're just spending the entire game killing off penalties. I'll look up uh, more overall. Uh, box time from our last few games here in a little bit, but I want to go through and read the injury list and how important some of these pieces actually are to the team. So we already said that, you know, Arturi Lekkinen left the Boston game in the first period. Josh Manson is, uh, this was the first game that Josh Manson missed. Um, we are also missing Bo Byram, Darren Helm, Evan Rodriguez, Gabriel Landeskog, Curtis McDermott, Shane Bowers, and Valeri Nachushkin. I mean, I think that's nine. That's big-time points. Nine people. Big-time points, big-time experience, and consistent performance from a lot of these guys. Like, Manson isn't a world-beater by any means, but he is a really consistent veteran presence on that blue line. And that can't be appreciated enough. So his loss alone is big. But when you compile all of them, it's just you can make up for one of them. You make up for two. 
but once you're down nine people that makes the job of your stars that much harder and that means you're reaching pretty deep into your farm system of call-ups as well absolutely i mean the stars have absolutely been showing out in this time of need that's the only reason the abs have been doing as well as they have uh the loss in winnipeg was the only loss on the road in november as a whole which is absolutely insane uh, especially given how beaten up this team is but you know it's going to catch up to you and it's and you're starting to see it you're really starting to see the talent disparity against these better teams in the league you're starting to see it on the penalty on the penalty sheet you're going to see these guys taking penalties they shouldn't uh, because they just can't hang unfortunately with with a team like Boston and, and they might very stack top to bottom and they might very well be NHL players in the future but currently there's a reason they're not in the NHL it's cuz they're that and they, learning they're not up to speed whatever it is like they well, might the thing be the, is, the Avs absolutely have a couple people that I believe are NHL ready just not Avalanche defending Stanley Cup champion team ready um, but that's not nine people and, and, deep. No, no, I understand, but that's also exactly that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I mean, Shane Bowers is one of those depth players that we have, and he, he got hurt in his NHL debut. Yep. So, I mean, it's just it's really bad luck. It's really unfortunate. The team, the team's playing hard. It's just, I don't know. It's it's tough when you're so beat up, and and you're asking a lot of these call ups, too to come in and play substantial minutes and for an extended amount of time. Like they, if they're not ready for it, they're not ready for it, but we're that desperate that we need them. And the fact that they're just in here putting their heart out there, working as hard as they can, that's what you like. Cause regardless of where your talent is, the effort goes miles and will allow us with our stars to win some of these games exactly but you know what will not allow us to win these games i'm pulling up some of these power play stats so i'm gonna hop back to that part of it in this boston game we gave boston five power plays they only capitalized on one which is a shocker and not what you'd expect given the 5-1 scoreline but man you can't be giving a team like boston 10 you're, minutes you're playing a sixth advantage. of the game down exactly person and you you can't expect i mean a 5-1 box score it's like i said un- unbelievable that there was only one in there and on top of that boston gave you three opportunities on the power play and you couldn't come up with anything uh granted boston's power play we did talk about this in a previous avs episode boston's power play or a penalty kill is Disgusting. Is that one of the one that's at like 92%? Yeah, yeah, yeah that stupid. was something. It was when we were talking about it, it was up there at 90. I don't know what it is now, but it's still very good, and that came through again tonight. But when you're so talent devoided and already in a hole, they went down 2-0 pretty early. Uh, in the, I mean, they were down 2-0 with a minute and 50 seconds left in the first period. So you're playing that game 40 minutes in the hole and you're continuing to take penalties instead of playing smart hockey and keeping yourself in it. Two-goal game is not over, but when you when you can't when you're not playing even strength, what, what what do you you can't expect much. Not at all. And we've already touched on it how much we're asking our stars to do in terms of production. 
regardless of production, we're asking them to play massive amounts of minutes. And huge amounts. It's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure Kale leads the league. Kale does. NHL. Kale does lead the league, and he leads the league by an average. I've t- like the second place person is like 40 seconds. A full. I think it's a full I think shift. It's, I think it's 39 seconds between Kale and the second place person in average ice time per game, um, and that's because Kale was probably going to be close to the top anyway because he's just a superstar, and if he's up for it, throw him out as much as he wants. Um, Only fear is over time he wears down. But you get into the problem here of he's not doing this because you're doing it to win the game. You're doing it because you feel like you don't have any other options. And some of the people you're throwing in there aren't ready. Aren't ready. Exactly. Yeah, that's a fear if these injuries keep up. And I don't really know. I don't really think I want us to go out and make any big-time acquisitions or a lot of them that cost us pieces because if everyone's just going to come back, that's the problem. we got to get healthy and stay healthy. Well, the pieces that we're going to need, if we need to make signings, we need to sign sign pieces that are free and available, cheap, and obviously have to be available as is because we're not giving up anything. Um, but they also have to be willing to play for cheap and be willing to understand that they're getting benched whenever people come back. and Which is a hard sell for a lot of people. It is a hard sell, but I don't know. Uh, looking at the Buffalo game, we <clears throat> I didn't realize this until looking at it. Uh, we had seven penalties. We were in the box for 14. 14 minutes against... And you're lucky you didn't get burnt because of it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they win that game 6-4 on the back of a five-point night from your superstar, Nathan McKinnon. So, obviously, you see that. But then again, that's also against Buffalo. Go again to the Winnipeg game. Um, it was it was a very similar situation where it's like, what? how do you guys expect... Oh, they only gave up two. That's not bad, but that game just didn't go out your way. Yeah, you oh, shot game, them. That's right. That was the forty shot one. You outshot them. You, <clears throat> you know that pretty f- much outplayed them, and he got beat. Which you know happens that in the fight NHL. video. You know that fight video that I showed you of the like literally. It was literally yeah. just before this at the, the, the hockey game. That was at that Avs Winnipeg game. The one a week that, ago. Yes, that recent one, oh, two games nice. ago. Fans um, fighting, not and it was not two. Hockey it, yeah, fighting. it was two. It was some Avs fans in the crowd fighting, and uh, someone got basically pushed, tackled down the stairs, down and the stairs, and smoked their head. Probably broke their skull, and some at least fractured it on the end boards. And uh, both Avs fans were taken and charged with like four counts of assault. Stay classy, Colorado. Yeah, for real, guys. Come on, especially if you're traveling or representing us from abroad. Don't. Don't be tackling people down the stairs in their home stadium. I don't really care what's going or on. Or any it's a, stadium, it's, it's a game. for that matter. It's a game. Come on. Yeah, it's a tough stretch. Um, anything you're able to do to tread water at this point is fantastic. You're not at the point where you're desperate for wins. Still a lot of season to go, and you're picking up points where you can. But 
this, well, this is, is definitely about a tread water. Do as much as you can to get by and steal some points here and there. But most importantly, you gotta get healthy. Well, and part of what is really brutal about this right now is that Winnipeg game marked a stretch of playing a game every single every other night all the way up until the 23rd of December. So there's no... Fast and heavy. It is. The games are coming quick. The Avs, I believe, have the fewest played games in the NHL um, because they played the International Series and had that Nashville one postponed because of the water main break. But, man, this is going to be a really tough stretch. Fortunately, um, after that Boston game, only two of those games in that stretch are on the road. They've got one more game against the Flyers on Monday. Who aren't great. And then they get Boston at home. They get Boston at Ball Arena. That sucks. And then they well, get... They couldn't space it so at least one of these games has a chance to be full health. I know. And you know what's even more of a bummer? Two nights later at Ball Arena, we play the New York Rangers. Which, again, remember the last team. time the last time we played them, at that point, that was Early, still probably... Probably my favorite game of the year so far, just from a straight entertaining standpoint. I mean, that was, was that the Georgie. That was Igor the Georgiev Igor shootout game. Yeah. Um, so that game is coming back, and then we go to St. Louis. So that's a really tough three-game stretch that is going to be really brutal. But then you know we're home until the twenty-third, which we finish in Nashville. But. This is a really rough stretch with a lot of games, and these young players are going to have to come out and show their grit because this team needs to keep treading water, and some of these injuries are big injuries. These are not injuries that it doesn't matter how the team performs while you're out because they're going to be missing some of these guys like Evan Rodriguez and Gabe for a long time. They're still out for a long time. They're not close to getting back. Yeah, you got a lot of... A lot of season left. You're going to have to make do for now. But as long as you get in the playoffs, I think there's teams going to be able to do some special things come that. So right now, it's you can't win a season in the first few months, but you sure can lose, lose the season and knock yourself out. Exactly. And I don't think we're in danger of that we've made the first milestone of the nhl season which is making it to thanksgiving in a playoff spot i think the statistic is like 85 percent of teams that are in a playoff spot come thanksgiving make the playoffs there's still a lot of season left there's so. still a lot of season left and that 15 percent of teams is probably teams that get demolished by injuries so we're not out of the woods yet not even close to it like you said you can't win the season early but you can absolutely lose it and the way dallas and winnipeg are playing right now and nashville's playing some good hockey right now too so you gotta really really steal points where you can exactly you you have to take care of points when you can especially if you have this many home games coming up you got to be able to walk away with some points absolutely All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. We appreciate you guys listening all the way to the end here, and we'll catch you on our next one.
Hello, Mile High Hot Takes fans. This is your producer, Alex, and I wanted to tell you about another show that I produce called Deep Dive. It's a music plus talk show that guides you through some of the greatest albums of all time, and it's exclusively on Spotify. You'll be able to listen to an iconic album along with the story of the album in between the songs. Search for Deep Dive Albums or click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280hottakes. If you got feedback for us, send us an email at 5280hottakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Angelarca Productions. Oh, thank you.